Hey there, my name is Cara McClintock and I am the host of the Building a Better Body podcast. I am a certified health coach, a podcaster and the platform for others to share their story. My aim is to get as many experts on the show as possible, be that experts in health, experts in fitness, experts in mind, body and soul, all the good things that make up that better body. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, hey, Karen here. But sure, you know that already. I hope I find you well. I do sound a little bit nasal in this intro, so I hope that doesn't annoy you too much. Because you know what? Voice actually makes a big difference, doesn't it? When somebody has a certain type of voice, you either want to listen to them or maybe not so much. So I hope I don't annoy your ears today. We are ready to rock with another episode and another little different spin today as I was the guest for another podcast. Suzanne Edge was on this show back in January, I think it was. So when she asked me to be on her show, I of course said yes. And she kindly let me record it as well. So this is another show for me, which is great. Suze hosts the podcast What If Health, but I do believe she is now changing the name to Like a Human, which I love, by the way, Suze, an awesome name that is. So I'll put all, all of her links in the show notes so you can keep an eye on her and and see when she's launching her new show. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this interview with yours truly. Let's dive in. Before we get started, let me tell you, I have a discount code again for the lovely guys over at Hunter and Gather Foods. So if you would like to grab a packet of their collagen peptides, head on over to hunterandgatherfoods.com and I will put a link in the show notes and check out with the code Karen20. So if you don't know much about collagen, it will help promote muscle repair, recovery from exercise, enhance your bone density, aid cartilage repair, regenerate and help with elasticity of your skin and connective tissue and ligaments. Here, that sounds pretty good. So if you want to grab yourself a bag, as I say, head on over to hunterandgatherfoods.com and use Karen20 at checkout. Enjoy, guys. Karen, welcome to the What If Health podcast. Thanks so much for joining me again. Thank Say you so again, much. Because yes. we've already actually spoken before, haven't we? We have. I can't even remember when. Can you? Could I go back? It was it was January, actually. It was January. Wow. Exciting. It, and the reason the reason why I know that is because when we went back into Skype to to contact today, it said uh, end of January, I think, that we'd yeah. that we last spoken. It made it so handy to find each other again because Skype can be a pain. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it really can, can't it? It can be so uh yeah, temperamental. Yeah, yeah, but here we are. I'm looking forward. I know how it feels. I'm looking forward. <laughs> this is my first other side of the mic interview, so this is this feels good. <laughs> well, I wanted to turn the tables really because you did. You asked me loads of questions, and going through my mind at the time was, oh, but I want to sort of ask you this and ask you that, and and one of the things that I see or hear when I listen to your podcast or when I see your posts on social media is how much fun you seem to be having with all of the different aspects, all the different things you're looking at. Um, there's some of them really serious subjects, but you, you sort of not necessarily taking it too seriously. And and I think the fun part of it is really, it's it's attractive. It's also infectious when you hear other people having that much fun. It's it's great. Awesome. Oh, thank you. That's so good to hear. <laughs> so I, I am the experimenter girl because people do often say to me, "So what are you working on now? What are you playing with now?" So yeah, that's kind of my <laughs> impression these days. <laughs> so I've I gave I gave a bit of an introduction, but 
really, can you just take a moment to tell us about yourself, what you do, and the Build a Better Body podcast, which is where we first met? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's almost quite hard to think back to where it all began, because I don't have (laughs) this big story, this big... You know, a lot of people uh, that I speak to anyway will have a big health concern and then that's evolved into where they are now. I kind of don't really have that kind of cool story, but that's okay. That's okay. I think I could go back as far as I did the marathon, which was 10 years ago, the Belfast Marathon, 10 years ago. I can't believe it was 10 years ago. (laughs) And I will never do it again (laughs) because I (laughs) just so many injuries. So when uh, you were talking about your hip, I had hip injuries. I had ankle injuries. But at the time, you don't really think this is maybe not very good for you. But, you know, fast forward and I kind of thought, okay, why was my body breaking down? So I just kind of got interested. Um, And then I studied nutrition, just a basic course, a nutrition course. When I felt like "Mm, that wasn't enough, it felt dated even then when I was doing it and didn't know that much. And then I came across Mark Sisson from uh, Mark's Daily Apple. You've probably heard of him, yeah. Yes. He's been around quite a while now and so full of knowledge and he just really aligned with what I kind of was thinking myself. So then whenever he brought out his own course, the Primal Health Coach Certification, I was right on it. I really wanted to do that. Really enjoyed doing that. Loved just how interesting it was and how different he was talking and how eye-opening it was compared to what we've been taught. So that was kind of the catalyst for everything. And then ever since then... I've just wanted to, I mean, I did, I did become a health coach, but I didn't practice it that much. It didn't feel right for some reason. So that's how the podcast came about. I wanted to be the platform for others. I wanted them to share their story. Obviously, my knowledge helped have conversations about different things, but I wanted to share other people's stories and let other people hear it, that it may trigger something in them and then help them on their own health journey. How does that sound? <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, yeah. But you, but you're the experimenter yourself, though. You, you try a lot of these different things that you talk to people about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what's popular right now is the carnivore diet, and I've had a lot of people on talking about that. But I just can't quite <laughs> get on board with it. But I feel like the people who are doing it have issues that they need to deal with very bad digestive stress if they eat a piece of broccoli they're in tatters you know so mm-hmm. yep. as I always say you have to experiment for yourself it's it's okay to you know take advice from other people but if it's not working for you then you don't want to have that kind of miserable life mm-hmm. um, so I would have you know quite a meat based diet but I do eat vegetables and I don't know if you've noticed recently I actually was given a, a sourdough starter mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh <laughs> I can eat that, no problem. I don't think it would make it uh, an everyday thing, but I like sourdough and and the fact that you can make it yourself and know exactly what's in it. I'm excited to see this little creature come alive. It's kind of creepy. It's bubbling away downstairs. So yeah, it's I'm an experimenter. I, I love speak, speaking to these people because then that kind of helps me experiment and see where can I go. At the minute, I'm all into footwear, which is nothing to do with food at all. Minimal footwear and making sure your toes are all spread out nicely so that the, again that may lead up into hip pain shoulder pain not maybe not as far as shoulder <laughs> hip and, and uh knee pain you know feet are so important i'm really into that right now which is just maybe strange to some people but <laughs> why not why not i think one thing that i've really come to the conclusion lately about is you know i started off very much talking about in this podcast very much talking about nutrition mm-hmm. You know, I called it health, but I was very much concentrating on the nutrition side of things. But actually, there's so much more to it than that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're talking about footwear, you're talking about uh, sleep, we're talking about sunlight and all these different things. 
Um, and I'm really coming around to that way of thinking now. So I'd like to take the podcast in that direction, actually, mm-hmm. or rather less in that direction, but more spread out yeah, um, yeah. To, to incorporate these other things, because I think they're, they are so important. Yeah. That's why it's quite important to name your podcast something quite open because you have no idea how it's going to evolve and you know yeah. you might have to change it like you were saying <laughs> later on. And you know I would say that there's four pillars of health now which would be the nutrition and I don't even say exercise anymore I'll say movement, uh, sleep yeah. and then mindfulness stroke meditation. Those are the the key things and I and I always say, you know if you haven't slept well at all, just forget about all the rest. As in, don't be worrying about going to the gym today and pushing it. Don't, uh, you know, realize that you might want to eat differently because you're stressed out. But it's just creating that awareness piece around all these things, you know. That they're all so linked together. And we're very, very good at separating them all into different categories and, and not not remembering that actually one one affects the other so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you're not... Did I hear that right then? You're not sort of helping coach. You're not coaching now. No, no. I don't know why. It just didn't feel right. I just, I, I am excited about talking to new people. I have, I'm so grateful for all the different people I've spoken to. I've reached out to people all across the world and nobody's really said no. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, and I would never get the chance to speak to these people if it wasn't for Instagram. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, and, uh, and I don't know what these people are going to be like. I haven't had any relationship with them, but I've followed them obviously. I won't just kind of randomly go oh they're into that topic I'll just get them on the show I'll try and follow them for a bit see what they're about and yeah I kind of can guess that we're going to get on and sometimes I'm even more surprised at how amazing they are and we want to kind of keep in contact afterwards as well I think it's quite brave though I'm a bit rubbish I think at asking people because like like you say nobody said no go away yes yes some people have been horrified at the thought of of hearing their own voice and yeah. won't do but mostly people are quite flattered when you ask them to, oh, to talk about therapy and I forget that I get I get sort of like oh no I don't I don't want to ask I'm a little bit what's the worst can happen they say no and then just you could just tell yeah. yourself a story well they weren't meant for me anyway so yeah <laughs> on. Absolutely. absolutely going back to the coach thing quite a few people have asked me over the last year year or so why don't I get into that why don't mm. I help people on one-to-one and there's something stopping me there as well and I'm not sure what it is but I think like you say I think it might be more the the idea of reaching more people and and speaking Mm. to more people and being broader yeah in uh, in that sense yeah and it doesn't stop you giving people advice that ask you as well, you know, in your everyday life. But what I've learned is to hold back a lot as well. Just be that kind of sage advice in the background, but not preaching. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have That's... noticed that people do come to me, but it's not through me kind of noticing what they're reading or seeing how they're moving it's just kind of oh can I just ask you a question I'm like yeah yeah absolutely you know it's very I think that's even a lot of my meditation has taught me to kind of take a step back and relax before jumping in yeah yeah I get uh, a lot of people come to me in that way but I I'm not I might sound a bit preachy sometimes on um on Instagram yeah, yeah. you can't help <laughs> it it's passion that's what it can't is. help it yeah but yeah. not one-to-one like I, 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 oh, yeah. you know, I do you know what's really funny actually is I because I'm writing a lot at the moment, I'm spending a lot of time in coffee shops. Mm. Cheers, I'm going to have a slurp. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, see him. Um, I spend a lot of time in coffee shops, and people in <laughs> people in coffee shops say I hear them next to me on the table next to me, and if there's a group of people, they will always end up talking about uh, their health mm. and how somebody's got to go and visit the doctor, and about mm-hmm. how somebody's really sick or how somebody 
is trying to lose weight or what diet they're trying at the moment yeah. and i hear it constantly it's just mm. it's it's so much part of us that when people get together that's what they talk about yeah. and it's really hard not to jump up and say well you're eating cake what do you expect they <laughs> want their cake and eat it <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's really hard to do that sometimes you know i've got friends friends on facebook who are constantly sort of talking about their yeah. health woes Mm-hmm. And I want to sort of chime, chime in there because we are friends on Facebook, but it's still not my place. Mm-hmm. And yet often, often I also find people will come to me. People will stop me at certainly at martial arts classes or whatever and say, look, I want to lose some weight. What do you what do you reckon? Or yeah. or what have you, even though I feel myself like I'm falling apart. <laughs> yeah. That's a much better conversation that way, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Totally. Well, as I do see people in supermarkets lifting up the vegetable oil and I want to beat it out of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that they're on a journey and I and I'm always saying that on the show my own show as well people are on a journey they just don't know but we know and we have to understand that yeah you've looked at an awful lot of different things with your podcast you've spoken to people about um as you say meditation about mental health stuff about I know there was one recently with tai chi and yes. all these sorts of different things what do you what, was there has there been anything that you've been really skeptical about but you've thought, oh, I'll, I'll have a chat or I'll, I'll think about this. And then, it, they, and then it, they've managed to change your mind or you've, you've come around to that the way of thinking. That's a good question. Um, I think that's actually a problem in my podcast. I haven't had that polarizing opposite. Maybe I should have a couple of vegans on or, you know, I'm kind of interviewing people that I like their style and I'm kind of into what they're saying anyway. Yeah. So you just highlighted something for me there. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of any that I've done that have kind of been a bit, mm, Karen doesn't seem into that? Uh, no, because you sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> you yeah. just sound so enthusiastic and having fun with everything that it doesn't yeah. it doesn't come across like that at all. It would be more conversations in everyday life that are not recorded that I'm kind of, you know, I don't know, if that's <laughs> yeah. go- you know people are trying new things and I'm saying to myself, mm, I don't think that's going to work out for you, but I try not to uh, say so. Because as I say, you can't, you can't fix anybody. It's not your job to fix anybody. You can just set the example and maybe people will come to you. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I haven't, I can't think of anything that I, I'm open to everything. And I, and I always say on the show, question everything as well. Question what I'm saying, question what you're saying, question what all the guests are saying. At the end of the day, do you feel great in the morning? Then keep doing what you're doing. And then if you start to feel a wee bit off, then you got to tweak and take a wee bit of responsibility. Um, but yeah, no, there's nothing that's really, I've thought, no, I'm not in, I'm, I'm not happy with that conversation <laughs> in on the podcast anyway, because I do, I do filter out my guests a little bit for reasons that I like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I understand. Okay. And note, note to self, ask a couple of vegans to come and tell me about <laughs> Yes. Have you spoken to any vegans? No. 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 I've got a couple of family members who are. Yes. Or at least started in January, and I doubt that they still are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe that's a, that, that's probably an interesting conversation, actually. You know, the Veganuary or whatever it was called. Yes. Started that for, for whatever reason, and whether or not they carried on and, and what they found in that time. That's maybe yeah. That's maybe an interesting conversation to have as well. I think I did it a long, long, long time ago just for an experiment. Like, didn't even have a clue what I was getting into. This was way, way before I even had any interest in health and nutrition. I did uh, veganary, is that what it's called? Veganary? Yeah. Just get, I cut out meat for a whole <laughs> month, but didn't. I can't remember what happened, but I was not interested in it after that. 
<laughs> but it was just an experiment, you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't for health at all. Yeah. The, the the real questions coming, I guess, through the health side of things is, is this about ethics or is this about health and how mm. can we bring it together? And I, and I think it would be really interesting to have those conversations. But mm. I've, I've actually found, and I'll be perfectly honest, the last couple of times I have had those conversations not recorded in a mm. podcast with, with a couple of vegans, I've found it really, really antagonistic mm. and really hard to have those those conversations I was sitting next to one at a dinner last last year or the year before we were at a medical healthy uh, lifestyle medicine conference mm -hmm. and um and I just felt really really got at yeah <laughs> and so yeah. I, I found that you know I guess it would be different if you were actually interviewing somebody and saying look let's let's put our different points across and let's have a have a reasonable discussion but mm -hmm. you know I'm kind of put off by the fact, by what I've experienced in the past. And that's, you know, that's not a great way to start, I suppose. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it can be like a triggering conversation. You just need to try yeah. and remain completely calm. <laughs> but I would worry about, I know that people are experimenting with it around me and they buy the stuff that has, you know, plant-based slapped on the front of it. And you look around the back. I took a photo of, what was it? It was, um probably shouldn't mention any brands it was a plant-based range anyway in a supermarket mm -hmm. and i just couldn't believe the amount of ingredients that were in the back of it it was just ridiculous uh i think they were dirty fries they were called oh, okay. <laughs> they really were dirty <laughs> the, the, the like the, the the list of chemicals you can't even pronounce is yeah and all the nasty oils and stuff but as i say the, the people do not know what we know so it's it's not their fault they've been mm -hmm. Uh, conditioned to, to think that this is the way to go but uh, we'll see what happens in the future. One thing that I talk to my guests quite a bit about is the idea of community mm. and um, how I think that there are different levels of community and there are different ways that you can for want of a better expression find your tribe and I say for want of a better expression because there's been a lot of chatter lately using tribalism as a bad thing you know people getting at the sort of low carb community saying that they're very tribal or the mm. carnival trial the vegans are tribal it's, it's being used as a negative now yeah, yeah. and yet for years i've been using it as a you know find your tribe find the people who who have things in common with you and who can help you and you can help mm. and i just i do you have um do you see that online that there are sort of tribes who are sort of antagonistic or do you find that people are more open generally when you start talking to them? I think like anything, if you go looking for something on the internet, you'll find it. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. That's like, you know, if you look for an ailment or whatever, you'll find it and think, oh, yep, I have that. You know, you kind of get validation no matter what you're looking for. <laughs> I guess it just depends where you're spending your time. The people I follow are all into the same sort of things as me and I think it's about making that a, a healthy you can streamline your social media to be uplifting or you can streamline it to be triggering and you know negative so I think it's important to sort of decide who you spend your time with and even out in the real world your friends there's different friends for different things isn't there I have a, a meetup group every Thursday night except for last night where we there's about four or five of us get together and we talk about our goals and what we're working on and that's all we talk about it's not small chat not really anyway we sort of oh, I love that hold each other accountable it's like a mastermind group we are a bit nice I think I think we need to be a bit more brutal and crack the whip <laughs> why have you not moved on but no it's it's yeah it's something that I started and it was really important to keep going and you know every single week we meet up and do that so that's my sort of little tribe but then there's other friends for different stuff like I like going to galleries of friends for 
for doing that just if I wanted to go for a walk there's friends for that there's different people for different things in your life and it's, I think it's important for everybody to kind of build that it's different from when you went to school and this you just had this big group of friends and you all went out and did exactly the same thing and then all of a sudden that's just not going to sit with you well anymore you need to find your true self and people that align with that that's evolved into a weird conversation, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I, I totally get what you mean there. I hadn't really thought about it in that way that we, you know, for a Twitter, for instance, you go on there and you mm. follow all the different people that you're interested in. And for me that, you know, that's, you know, I follow cricket yeah. <laughs> and I follow people who are into, you know, low carb carnivore diets and I, I support whole city football club. I don't tell yeah. anyone. Um, <laughs> you know, there are some people on there who I follow I'm you know dare I say about our current political situation at the moment Mm -hmm. and all these different people and um you open that up and you're presented with whatever whatever whoever in front of you is talking about Mm. and actually that's a really interesting idea that we choose in the in the real world I suppose away from social media we choose according to our mood or our goals or what we want to do that day who we're going to be with and who we're going to talk to and what we're going to do but on social media it's all very kind of mm, in your whatever face. you're thrown at mm. having said that I've got two two different twitter accounts yes me too <laughs> and on one of them I follow it's all the sport it's all like all the kind of not terribly serious stuff yeah um it was very very the, the medical stuff that I was into but not nutrition mm. And then on the other one, it's very much a nutrition bubble, yeah. and it's yeah. um, it's fast. And sometimes I get fed up with that. I switch to the other one and I go and see what's going on in the world of football or whatever. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. It's much more sort of lighthearted to go to your other one. I have a, a photography one. What well, started off as that that was my hobby long time ago photography and I follow all these kind of creative people and uh, yeah. maybe just entertainment type stuff as well it's a nice little feed to go into although that's saying that I don't use Twitter as much as I used to there's a lot to flick through so I'm kind of more of an Instagram girl yeah yeah I, I think that might be a that might be a solution actually to anyone who's thinking that yeah you know it's all a bit too much a bit too much of a of a of a bubble in one area you can maybe have different accounts and mm-hmm follow different things and you know at the end of the day it's not about oh you know I have to go back to no followers because it's not about that it's about your following and what you find it's also tricky because we obviously do a podcast that you have to spend some time on there but I do try well I'm trying to use less social media trying to just dip in and out maybe three times a day and check email the same way but I feel all the time (laughs) but um that's what I that's my goal that's my goal is to do that and use it you can use it as a tool not as a distraction you know yeah, it's but, far too much of a distraction for me. I just love it too much. Yeah. Well, I say but, to people, um, if you're sitting in a queue or you're waiting at the dentist, do you have to grab your phone and start mindlessly scrolling or can you just be present? That is that is something, a challenge for everybody listening. Can you just do nothing? Yeah. That is a huge challenge. But then at the same time, you know, we started off, we started off this conversation talking about how we find how we found each other how you find other people I for know. the podcast and how much that enriches your life and what you do as well yeah well, as I it's, say, it's, it's, it's a, a tool and you know when you have to know when to put it down <laughs> yeah well in that in that uh, spirit don't yeah. ever download tiktok tiktok what's that oh god <laughs> is that a game no tiktok <laughs> is another is another growing um growing massively actually social media oh no uh, at the moment, it's populated very much by youngsters okay. doing doing silly dances, mm-hmm. a little bit like Snapchat and Instagram were when they mm. started. It's video based. You know, a few seconds of video, you okay. can add music to it. 
and because it's really short video clips and you get people on there who are tremendously creative creating yeah. the most inc- you know incredible snippets with video um it's a little bit you know it draws you in mm-hmm. and so watch the next one watch the next one watch the next one watch the next one and i think it will mature mm. in the way that instagram and 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 possibly like snapchat never matured but in the way that these <laughs> things matured, that um by saying that i think people will become more creative in terms of their business goals or things like that yeah and, uh, yeah and so, yeah, I think it's the it's going to be the next place to be. I think. Uh oh, I've never heard of it. Well, is it because you have kids? Is that how you know? <laughs> um, possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like looking for. I just like looking for where where things are at. And um, yeah, I do actually. I do. It's funny to say that I do have all these things, and my kids' accounts are on there. Hmm. And that's the deal at the moment. That if they want it, then I'm on it, and I'm on it with them yeah. as well. And at some point, I sort of set them free when they when they learn how to deal with it properly. Yeah. <laughs> when I deal with it properly, I'll let them know. But in the meantime, you're sneaking around behind and looking to see what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they know that. They yeah. know that that's what's going on in them. Quite I know right. at some point in the next hour, my 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 daughter's just started secondary school, so she'll ah, she'll send yeah. me a, some sort of silly Snapchat at some point, and I kind of like having that communication yeah. at the moment. That's nice. Yeah. But yeah, because I've got kids, we'll blame them, shall yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> you have to know what they're doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Research purposes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I do. Um, I do often ask my guests about the, well, how they feel about social media, hmm. and from that, how they feel about the communities that arise. Because I, I think that's that's a really important part of it all as well. You know, when we talk about the pillars mm-hmm. of person of our personal what we can do there's also the community around us and how society affects those things and how, um, how all sorts of things affect them like means and, and poverty and culture and all these other things come into those uh, sort of cover those pillars as well. Mm-hmm. And how that's, that stuff's all really important. Yeah. But for me, for me personally, social media in, and it, the world, the internet, it's the future. Mm-hmm. And trying to fight it is is possibly not the best plan. Yeah, trying You'll, to find ways of dealing with it. You'll only end up left behind and scared if you don't at least be make yourself aware of what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Because I work, I train people how to use their technology. That's all I'll say for now. Um, <laughs> and I can see how scared they are because they've been left behind, and it's come so easy to the rest of us. So I don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the future, you know. I've had people ask me as well about that side of things. You know, can you help us with social media for our business or what have you? And I say, well, what do you do? Yeah. I don't touch it. I don't. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I think, oh goodness, we're all starting from scratch. And yeah, actually, I worked as a photographer ten oh, years yeah. ago. I had my own studio, and one of the things I did was I didn't just stop there with making the images and video. I then taught people how to use because Twitter and Facebook and all that was it was early days, mm. and I taught people how to use those to use their images and, and show off their images. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I look at people now and I think actually 10 years on, we there's a lot of people haven't yet embraced all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're even more terrified because it's moved on so much and you oh, say I things know. like, uh, so what about TikTok? And they say, well, I don't know, what what's that? Yeah, see, it's already started with me. I don't know what that is. I have to find out quick. <laughs> <laughs> so next question, I suppose, is then what's next for you? What, what are you really looking forward to getting your teeth into? Let's have a look at this board behind me and see what I've written for my goals. <laughs> no, I can't. I can see it, but it's a blur. To good, me. good, good. It's probably too embarrassing. Um, 
Well, I'm just, I'm trying to not look too far ahead. I've been doing lots of reading and sort of self-development and trying to stick to one thing. So I kind of want the podcast to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every, I do get the fear of thinking, oh, I won't get guests. I don't know what to talk about next. I've done the same topic over and over again, but it always does seem to work out that I get my guests. So I kind of want to just stick to that and see where that goes. But also personally, I've been working, I don't know if you've noticed, on my calisthenics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I started calisthenics calisthenics class in January and it is such a slow burner very difficult and frustrating because you can't do certain things but I can do a handstand now (laughs) that's as far as I've got so that's I'm working on staying strong being healthy and kind of maybe setting the example to others and hoping to get more and more guests and more diverse guests I think that's what I want to steer clear as much away from nutrition this next couple of seasons coming up I'm hopefully going to talk a bit more about body strength training and I interviewed a guy actually which I'm quite excited about endmyopia.org is his website so oh, he, yes yeah I don't know if you've heard of him Jake yes. have you heard of him yes <laughs> I have not heard of him until I got an email from his <laughs> assistant so yeah he believes you can reverse your short-sighted well we, we, we call it short-sighted he calls it nearsighted I think yes yeah Yeah. so he was a very interesting guest and he just thinks that the whole uh glasses industry is just looking to take your money (laughs) that's so fascinating so i've heard him talk yeah i've heard him talk on on another podcast and i'm trying to rack my brains to think where it might have been because there's only a a few that i actually listened to it might have been sean baker zach bitter's human performance outliers I think, yeah, because whenever they wanted, they approached me, and I'm just looking at my phone here, they said he was on a podcast, and it was an Irish guy, I don't know if you listened to, what did we see, was it Peak Human? Yes, was yes, that it? yes, yes, ah, yeah. yeah, I just got it here, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I went and listened to him. Um, yeah, he's full of all sorts of knowledge. He's very serious, but in a good way and uh-huh. eye-opening, pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, so I've, I told my partner about it and he's he's kind of wearing his glasses less and less just to see what happens. I used to wear glasses and I don't anymore, but I put it down to nutrition. And mm. I don't know that my eyes were that bad. I, I had a squint when I was younger and got that corrected and I ever since that I wore glasses I just thought oh this is what I'm supposed to do now because I had this operation my glasses are now in a drawer and I haven't worn them in years <laughs> and I went to the optician and I have the I actually have it sitting here my cards my eyesight's got better and he was kind of he came across like mm, it's only a matter of time they're gonna get weaker but I'm just kind of sitting there going no nah, I'm gonna fight yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> but the guy Jake he basically said it's all you know too much screen time too close too close to your screen and you see babies in prams with the phone right up to their eyes and it's just uh, it's just cringe and you don't I don't blame them they don't know any better but when I was in a pram I didn't have that so <laughs> I think they'll be okay if you don't hand them a phone <laughs> but yeah that sort of short shortens the muscle in, the, in your eye and it gets stuck there so whenever you try to look far away you can't because it's stuck in that close-up point of view that's that's it on its basic level <laughs> but uh-huh. there's so much you can hack and tweak and you know but people like the quick fix they i don't mind yeah. wearing glasses i'm just gonna put them on who cares but i like to fix things <laughs> it's the same with it's the same with everything isn't it the quick fix that's yeah it's kind of what we've been brought up to to find objectify look for yeah. that's the answer it's always the way take a tablet mm-hmm. take a tablet yeah mm-hmm. take a tablet. i don't know if you uh if you've been on instagram this morning but i <laughs> I oh, yes, in. you took your magnesium. <laughs> uh, I'd had some. Um, I'd take the magnesium because I have a lot of 
muscle twitching and cramps. Right, something perfect. I've always had. My mother has it. My brother has it. We, we and of mm. course, then with a keto diet and a carnivore diet, it got worse. So I'm, I try mm. and take the magnesium, but I I pick this box up without reading it, looking at it. Yeah. And um, for anyone who's not seen that Instagram post, it's it's the length. It's the size of a fifty pence piece. Yeah. Horse um, tranquilizer. But, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, goodness knows. I just that's. It's gone in the bin now. I can't. Oh take really? It. Could you crunch it up, or would it taste horrible? <laughs> I might just uh, see if I can. Even even halved, actually, even halved, it's still enormous. Yeah, yeah. Well, do, you remember, do you remember tablet. when you were a kid and your mom used to crunch up the disprin? Isn't that what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> disprin yeah. is not even a thing. That's very eighties. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'm not that much younger than you. I don't think. I'm probably older than you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I turned forty in December. <gasps> really? I'm forty in November. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Just, uh, just a few short months. Mm -hmm. The um, one thing that I do uh, at the when I come to the end of my podcast, and I'm going to spring this on you because I didn't oh. actually say it to you, was can you think of or tell us your favorite at the moment or generally resource or send us somewhere like a website or a podcast or a YouTube video or a book or something that that uh, that encompasses really what it is that you. Uh, Mm, that you're doing I can I can give you like a woo woo answer and a and a, an intelligent answer <laughs> go for both go cool. for both do you follow Paul Saladino I'm sure you do yes yes so he yep. if you want to just gig out he's a doctor but he is a carnivore doctor if you want to learn all the science stuff he had one he had a show out recently about blood work and you'll not have a clue yet. Most people will not have a clue what he's on about at the start. I kind of had a bit of an idea of all the things he was mentioning. But very, if you want to really get deep into nutrition, he is the, the guy to listen to. But also, I've been reading this book called, on the other flip side, Soulcraft. Have you heard of it? Probably no, Soulcraft. It's actually recommended to me from a doctor. I, I, she's going to come on the podcast and she's a doctor, but she's gone private because she kind of wasn't happy with the whole NHS side of things and she wanted to spend more time with people and, and help them. Brilliant conversation. You just randomly meet people and just love talking to them. She was a complete random meet um, and she recommended this book. And it's one of those ones, and the best way to describe it is, I heard somebody say this once, you ever go to a Billy Connolly concert and you go, I laughed and I laughed and then somebody else say, so what did he say? Can't remember. So... <laughs> This this book is the same. It's like it's very in depth, very informative, and it's really speaking to me. But it's very hard for me to describe it. But if you're out there and you're feeling a little bit stuck and kind of I don't know where to go next, it's a very very spiritual. But it'll kind of help you become unstuck and decide. You know what? I want to get in touch with my true self and clear off into a forest somewhere and <laughs> see where I need to go next with my life. So it's 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 just something that you kind of maybe have to read yourself. But I I'm just cannot put it down right now so yeah if you're feeling a little bit stuck and you want to kind of open up a bit and be a little bit different that's the one that I would recommend it sounds like it sounds like something I need right now so I'm definitely yeah. gonna go and check that out awesome I'll send you a link yeah it's a big one it's one of those ones oh the writing's really small <laughs> but it's it's not hard to read you'll be okay what I thought I might do then is add a a resource of my own so oh, yeah. what I'm really into at the moment um that sounds terrible what I'm really into at the moment, but there's a chap on Twitter who, oh, he's also got YouTube videos and uh, Instagram presence as well mm -hmm. called JT, uh, Jerry. Uh, now let me get this right. I think it's T Tixera. Mm -hmm. I should have looked that up and written it down before I started 
before I started towing. T E I X E R A, I think. Yeah. Um, what an absolute gent. I found him actually a while ago after I uh, broke my arm and I was trying to get my wrist back into a decent uh, range of movement. I was struggling mm-hmm. and moaning about it on Twitter. And suddenly this videos appeared in my um, DMs and he'd made all these videos about how to, um, you know, what I, things I could do to try to help my wrist. Yes. And it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, he goes really far because it's all body, uh, body weight exercising. Mm-hmm. And that's made me, you made me think of that. Oh, uh, yes. He makes videos starting from scratch um, and then through to advanced. He's been doing it for years. Uh, he's great to watch and listen to. And he is an absolute gent as well on Twitter. He'll always be helpful. He oh. just looks at people. Um, in the last year, he's gained a huge following because of that, yeah. because he's just the guy to the guy to talk to. You. Uh, he actually has a carnivore diet at the moment, which mm-hmm. is quite interesting, him talking about that as well. I think right. it's fascinating how many people are actually doing that mm-hmm. or trying it. And uh, and he talks about how you can do that on a budget. He talks mm. about how you can do that if, if budget's not an issue and yeah. things like that. And then I would definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll pop a link to him yeah, as well. for sure. Funny you should mention wrists because after doing calisthenics, I felt that my wrists were kind of weak and especially the right one. And I tried to think <laughs> why and I, I fractured. No, I didn't fracture. They thought I'd fractured it. It was just a bad sprain years ago, years ago. And I, that's the only reason I can think why it kind of hurts a little bit. So I've been doing wrist exercises every single night for the last week and it feels so much better already. That's great. It's got, funny how these things come back to you when you I know, stop. I know. It's uh, GMB Fitness. I don't know if you've heard of those guys, but they sent out like a little sheet and I've been doing all this kind of stretching and, you know, those ones, the backwards mm. ones are so sore, but well, not yeah. sore in, in that I don't think I should be doing this. It's just uncomfortable sore, <laughs> yeah. which makes you think, yeah, I need to do more of that. So yeah, that's been really helping me as well. It's funny. Yeah, we're all on the same page. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for coming back and doing this sort of back the other way and having a chat today. It's been absolutely brilliant. You are so welcome, Susan. I enjoyed that. I love being on this side. I want to do more shows. (laughs) (laughs) Just before you head off, I want to say a big thank you for listening today. I truly, truly appreciate you. Now, I don't make any money from this show. I just wanted to tell you that it's all just a passion project and I hope it just kind of resonates with you. But if you do want to support the show, you can do so with Patreon. And if you aren't sure what that is, head on over to karamcclintock.co.uk forward slash support the show and you can find out more there. Bye for now.